In a world where podcast is spelt with two T's, unlikely heroes, Jade and MJK, come together to talk about stuff and try to get sponsors for their weekly show. This is Not Another Podcast. G'day, MJK. Sitting very awkwardly here. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Got coffee. Got got Jade. Um, I'd like to point out I have nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't offer you a beverage. What a terrible host. I've got a water bottle with ice for myself and a nice iced coffee. And I didn't offer you and shit. I have You bought me a Blu-ray to watch and everything. Yeah, and snacks. Snacks. Coming later. Soon. Welcome back. Would would you like a beverage? Do you want to... No, I'm good, I'm good now. <laughs> Maybe in between recording. Right. Uh, this is season three, episode two, and we have some great and exciting news since we recorded episode one, which is going up live tonight. We have been accepted onto iTunes. How exciting is this? We're going to start making bank. But do you want to hear something funny? Sure. <laughs> as soon as I got onto iTunes, Vivian tagged me in a Facebook link. Apple deleting iTunes. Really? <laughs> I'm serious. Maybe that's why we got approved. <laughs> Are you serious? I did not read the article. Maybe in the news and gossip, I'll get that up. All right. And we'll have a look at what that's about. You will find it. Our short-lived tenure on on Um, iTunes. Wow. Oh, God. Let's go to the better news because it inspired my dream last night. Ooh, do tell. (laughs) We literally... So no matter what happens with this podcast or whatever, you and I make a film called Not Another Podcast. And it's about two friends who make Not Another Podcast the podcast. And it just takes off. It's a whirlwind. And they go on a like a book tour, but for the podcast. And they do different panels. They have live audiences. So just like, I, I guess... Love I me a good live happened. audience. I saw Kevin Smith and, pardon my ignorance, who played... Um, What's the name of the other actor in Jay and Silent Bob? Uh, Jason Muse. Yeah, Jason Muse came onto the stage towards the end of Kevin Smith's, not panel, but... Um, Wait, is this real life or the dream yes, still? No, this is real life. Okay. He comes on and they record their podcast mm-hmm. with the live audience. So it's like us, we're going around the world, <laughs> we're touring with the pod- and just antics ensue. That's basically the whole thing. This sounds like a... Like Solid a, dream. Yeah, it'd be, a com- it'd be a comedy, but it's about us sort of accepting fame and all of the things that come with it. Oh, those. and I can develop like a sweet drug problem and you can see me spiraling. Yeah. In a comedic and, way, of course. And then I, I went to a whole... You know how dreams are very random. I went to a dream mm-hmm. and I'm like, what would be a movie scene or a movie moment that I would want to be a part of as an actor if I was an actress? I'm like, you know when you have really bad characters just getting in a fight, getting punched in... When you say bad characters, is in there a shit house character or they're a bad person? No, they're a bad guy. They're right. They're baddie, the antagonist. I'm going to use bigger words. <laughs> and they'll get, they've been knocked in the mouth, so they'll have blood all through their teeth. They might be dribbling out. They might have to spit it out. Mm-hmm. And you get some of them sometimes will grin with the, the blood. Right yeah, the crimson grin. One of those creepy, I'm badass, I've got blood in my mouth grins. Will they be rain? <laughs> Do you think we can incorporate that into a comedy? <laughs> Yeah, because okay. we'll, we'll have like a rival podcast gang or something. I don't know. Yeah, and we or, just get into antics. Or you've just, you've got like a big time fan who like, you at to start with, you're like, hey, I have a fan. And then this fan drives you nuts. And then and for some, yeah, well, kind of, but like in a friendly way, because it's a comedy. And <laughs> you just snap one day, you're just like, fuck, and you bam, you just, and then you wail on them, and they actually fight back, and then you guys have a sweet fight. And, and then you can, like, and then cut scenes to you guys eating pancakes or something. But it's, like, me just, like, not caring that I'm getting bashed up, like, loving it when I shouldn't be going. So, <laughs> the fight club moment, essentially. Yeah, smiling when I shouldn't be, just blood off. Can I be honest? I did not, because when you were saying this, I'm like, where the fuck is she got? This does not sound like a Jade Ambler thing. <laughs> Yeah, cinematically you want to do it. This isn't like a real life thing you want to happen. Gotcha. I want to be that badass bitch that's like, I don't care if I'm going to beat up and spit the blood out and smile at you. That's uh, controversial. Yeah, anyway. So, you know, look out for the Not Another Podcast movie coming soon. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd happily write that for us. Yeah, okay. Some antics. We can make it. We can actually shoot this. Yeah. I'm getting ahead of myself. 
Let's start with what we've watched, seen, done lately. What? what we'll start with you. Done, done lately? I've been working a lot, so that no, no, this this works. It means I haven't watched a lot. I mean, in comparison to my list last week, but we had a five week break. This yeah, one week. So since we've caught up. Literally, I only had time for two horror movies this week. New ones or ones you've seen before? One that I've seen before, which is more of a, I guess, a monster movie. It's called Rogue. It's an Australian film. Oh, never heard of it. It's got um <clears throat> that lady in it. That lady. Yeah. In that movie. It's with got the, the chick. Other guy. The chick who played Alice in Alice in Wonderland, that young lady. Okay. She's in it as Can well. Can you give me more details about the Australian actor? Like something else? I don't know. Him? Sam Worthington's in it. Um, okay. the, the, the blonde lady who played the mum in Man on Fire. Oh, that's. That face is evading me right now. I have seen that. I want to say her name's like Rada or something. Okay. Rada Mitchell, maybe? I'm definitely. I'm just. I'll look it up. No idea. Anyway, but that's like a giant crocodile. Out in the Australian oh. Outback. It's a decent film. Okay. It's just a bad monster movie, it felt like right. watching. Right. And then I watched possibly one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen. Uh-oh. A little movie called Hereditary. Have you seen it? Oh, no. It was getting rave reviews when it was yeah. coming out. Like the scariest and best thing you've ever seen in the, in the horror genre for a long time. It's uh, definitely not the type of horror that... You know, like, it's not an easy watch. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. Okay. Um, I was going to do this as my snapshot movie review, but there's oh, yes. literally so much to talk about. Uh, it's too hard to do in 40 seconds. Yeah, because you gotta, you got to set it up and then you got to kind of go on the roller coaster and then the climax is just huge as well. Right. Very, it's kind of got like a slow burn, but when shit starts happening, it's fucked. Good movie though. Okay, it's good. Very it's good. Tony Collette. I'm all yeah. about Tony Collette. She's great. Gabe Burns in it. Didn't realize he's Irish. Oh, okay. I thought he was like French or Is Portuguese or something. Or he's got his Gabe Byrne voice. Okay. Yeah. He's like, now there, love. You know, I don't know how to do an Irish accent. So, Rogue and Hereditary. Hereditary. Rogue, I recommend if you like wacky monster movies. Like, is it a B grade movie? Um, it was done by Dimension. And they, they kind oh, of, yes. they're known that's for, stream, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But that's what I mean. They, they're oh, known yeah. for either doing good, big blockbusters or <laughs> movies that kind of have more or less an unknown cast and still a good movie, but okay. I definitely call it closer to a B grade. Great actual visual effects for a movie. I think it's 10 years old. Oh, really? It actually, oh, it old. still looks really good. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but, but yeah, Hereditary, I definitely recommend not for you to watch yeah. alone because yeah. you'd you'd have no one to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Jade likes to talk during parts when she's scared. That was one time and it was during The Strangers. Strangers. Which I did find realistically scary. Did you know they made a sequel to that? Yes, I have not watched it. Me neither. Yeah. The reason is because I'm like, eh, yeah, I've already seen it. It's not needed. Yeah. yeah pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the two basically worth talking about at this point. Oh, and I did my homework I, that I promised. I watched the fucking Fast and the Furious. That's the first one? Yes. Um, Point Break with Cars? Point Break with Cars. It's as um, camp as I remember. Yes. Yeah, well, I have not seen the first one since it came out. Yeah. I'm actually kind of looking forward to watching the second one again, Too Fast, Too Furious, because the only time I ever watched it was with Barry at Sammy's house, <laughs> and we had one of our drinking all day days. Oh, our high school friends? Yes, yes. So, yeah, it was the first and I think only time we did it at Sammy's place. <laughs> And Sammy gave Burst himself <laughs> Sammy gave himself food poisoning, and me and Baz oh. just stayed downstairs on his couch and watched movies. Like the Saint Kilda Football Club, yes, yes, exactly. In Shanghai, yes, just incorporating sports in there for you. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, speaking of that, uh, I also watched AEW's debut event, Double or Nothing. It's a new wrestling promotion on oh, the okay. scene. Very enjoyable show. Great debut event. Right. Just delicious. Just thought I'd give it a shout out because we cover yeah. all things pop culture and these guys are the edgy new guys and they're very good. Okay, cool. Nice. All right, how about, how about yourself, Jay? What did you get up to? online Olivia Wilde's directorial <gasps> debut, Booksmart. I did see you post something about that. Yeah. And I knew you, as soon as I saw that it was directed by Olivia Wilde, I was like, there's no way Jade wasn't going to watch this. <laughs> I think Luke is the one that refers to her as cat eyes. <laughs> he loves it. Ah. Yeah. I um, refer to her as Mrs. Sedakis. Please don't do that. Why? Call him Mr. Wild. Let's put it on even playing field. 
Um, but how's it an even playing field? Why does the, the, the woman always have to be the, the, the person's wife? Because when they get announced... In a like for the first time, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, please yeah. welcome Mr. and Mrs. Jason Sudeikis. True, she probably would have changed her, her name. Probably is Sudeikis. But in she's real life. publicly wild. Is that even her real name? I'm assuming so. Okay. Real wild. Oh, sorry, but Ooh, she made a movie certain. called Booksmart. Yeah, um, it's out in Australian cinemas on 11th of July. So we have to wait a couple of months, but it's all over my Twitter feed at the moment. Everyone's sort of hashtagging it and. A lot of other celebrities giving it shout-outs, like Gal Gadot and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. Can I just say Gal Gadot's awesome? Just thought I just want to put uh, that out there. Senior name dropped yep. it. <laughs> I know you want to touch Numero her. Unero. She's great. Um, but Booksmart was brilliant. I laughed out loud. It's really sweet. It's really funny. It's um, like a... Not a Ferris Bueller. Kind of like a super bad in that sense. It's just these two people trying to get to a party, but essentially it's about two best friends who are on the eve of their graduation, high school graduation, they've realised they've probably put their heads too deep in the books and have so not been so they've waste they yeah. they've wasted their uh, high they school experience. experience. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, let's make a night of it and make up for it and they're really not the popular time for it. The old one last party before we go to college. Yeah, but it's their first one. But it's their first right. one. So it's a lot of fun. I recommend it. I finished Umbrella Academy finally. Oh, did you find it as predictable, but still, easy, yes, but still correct. good to watch? Yeah, correct. Okay. And I mentioned finishing it to someone else. I think it was QC, and he's like, "Good, but again, yeah, predictable yeah. ending. Like yeah. that's where you see it going." Um, I mean, the very end where they did the the time, the time jump. Up? Yeah, didn't see that coming, no. but I kind of did because I was like, "Oh, they, they're doing time travel, so this is yeah. how they get out of it. Seen it's inevitable." It'll but do you know what really pissed me off about that show? Ellen Page. Yes. Great actress. Yeah. She's got this character that she's playing, which she does a fine job at. It's not her at all, actually. Ellen Page is great. But her character, the whole point is that she becomes this whole world-ending thing, and the guy who brought her up Mm. knew it. Why not just harness her powers? Mm. To control it so you don't get to the point of always... Yeah. Let her know that she has these powers, but like, be like, tone it back. Especially before you go, like... He takes his own life in a sense. Yeah. He, to bring the kids back together. Yeah. Um, uh, that was the. Up. Yeah. The, this was that was like the because it was to me I, I just likened it to Jean Grey and the Phoenix thing, where oh, yeah. they tried that and failed because the, the it was like a dark power but she just she just kind of got shitty because she was lied to her whole life. Yeah. And then she had these powers that overtook her because she's never learned how to use them. Manifest them, control them, all those yeah. things. Yeah. And it, like right from the start when it was just like, oh, she wasn't a quote unquote special one. I was like, bullshit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she is. No. She's Ellen Page. Yeah. <laughs> sit down. Yeah, sit down. Um, with my year nines, we just watched Avatar. That's our film. I fucking hate that movie. Well, it's going to come up again for our weekly topic, which is controversial TV and films. Worst movie um, ever. Fern Gully with a big budget. Yeah. Okay. Now, hang on. I'm like having a deja vu. This is not the first person to say this. Friday night, so two nights ago, Skissy's like, I hate Avatar. It's Fern Gully. <laughs> it is. I love Fern Gully. said the same but thing. It's, it, and again, this is another movie. It just pisses me off for the most stupid reasons. This guy turned his back on his entire race. Nice. He turned his back on... What do you, on mankind? Mankind. Yeah. His in, humanity. So he could, he could alien... Make love. I wasn't going to use the F word there, but <laughs> I'll clean it up just a smidge. He so he could alien make love with his hair to a flying horse thing <laughs> slash dragon. Uh, <laughs> Zoe Sal- Salenda S- Saldana. Saldana. Yeah. yeah. Fucking <laughs> Sam Worthington. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That movie made me mad just because it was. Yeah. My nephew loves it, and I I tell wow. him that it's shit ass. Well, the thing is, that was 09, and Endgame's only just surpassed it, as, as we mentioned before, in news and gossip as the number one film of all time. It was ahead of itself in terms of its um, CGI and those things, because that was 10 years ago. And the CGI was shit then, but, um, and it's shit now. I've only just been surprised. It's coming up soon, but most of my year nines haven't actually seen it. That was the interesting part. I think they're only like four or five years old when that came out. That's why. That's one factor. So it's kind of cool to see them experience it for the first time. Um, but yeah, it, I hadn't seen it since the cinema, so it's been 10 years. Did you did you like it? I actually didn't mind watching it again. 
I will say I like the cast. Yes. Sigourney, Giovanni, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez, my other <laughs> doppelganger. <laughs> you and Tessa Thompson. And then Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez. I've actually changed my Instagram image to a very beautiful picture of Michelle Rodriguez because I was like, hey, that's oh, me geez. if I'm a lady. <laughs> I need to have a look. Yeah. Um, and I finished a book by Ruth Ware called The Lying Game, which is about four high school friends whose past comes back to haunt them because they... Sounds very saucy. I know what you did last summer. Kind of, yeah. So that's my recent watchings. Speaking of I know what you did last summer, Jason Galecki. Yeah. Just, that's it. That's it. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, but you don't, of course you remember her. Freddie Prince Jr. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Ryan Phillippe. That's all I got. Samesies. Oh, then the sequel is Brandy. Yeah, <laughs> she was in there. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer, yeah. Jack Black. Um, Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer is there. Pretty <laughs> Black, hang away. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, we're going to jump straight into our weekly topic, controversial TV and film. Right. And I was looking this up before, and they're all very either really horrible graphic. Imagery, yes. Gra- so a lot of uh, horror. Mm-hmm. And then anything that tries to be religious or political is going to come. Yeah, because that's the people who get most Most butthurt about things. Because they want it one way or another, or have grown up to believe it one way or another. And if it's not portrayed that way, then it's an issue for whatever reason. Each to their own, that's fine. You do you. I was, um, I didn't do all that much research on this because I know you'd have a bunch of notes on it. But one that kept coming up, just controversial wise or edgy things that got banned because i was looking up movie posters because i wanted to oh, come yeah. with something different like because obviously f- films getting you know taken out of cinemas and stuff's more huge but like complete uh overhauls of you know ad campaigning and stuff for their for the imagery something like sin city a dame oh. to kill for it's it was just a bit of a bit too much cleavage <laughs> And um, there, it was implied like areola or something because I was watching the thing and they had to pull all of the stuff of this really beautiful woman in a white dress because there was too much titty apparently. And I was like, all right. Okay. And I was like, that's not anywhere near as controversial as the shit no. we're going to talk about. But I was just like, that's, that's horrible. Well, that's parents yeah. for you, you know? And there's so many re- different reasons for them to be controversial. We've mentioned the political and religious, but then there's also like, remember, remember the father in Seventh Heaven? Oh, God, yep. So he was caught up in a whole lot of scandals for... You can say it, pedophilia. Yeah, pedophilia. So that's an issue in getting reruns on TV Uh now. uh Same with something, I guess, like The Cosby Show. Yeah, Jesus. And Roseanne. Yep. So celebrities that in their own life have sort of caused a lot of issues for a lot of people... What did Ro- I like? Excuse me for being ignorant, but what did she do again? She said something on... Very, very racist comments. Right. About American society. And then she... Blamed it on her medication or something stupid yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So the Rose, I think it's, I think they just called it the Bar Family or something because they continued. Yeah, I forget, I forget what their character's last name is, but that's what it's called. Like the Bar, I think it's Roseanne Bar. No, 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 no. no. Well, that's her real name, but the character's name wasn't that. No, oh, okay. Yeah. So they followed just the family now. Yeah. Which is. John Goodman, who is way too good for that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Way too good. So you get controversy based on the celebrity within it or even a. There was a TV show called Life, and it has, okay, I don't know his name. It's kind of reddish hair. Yeah, the dude from Homeland, Homeland. the first couple of seasons of Homeland. Yeah, yeah. and um, old mate, uh, your girl, what's her name? In um, Life? Mm. Was, yeah, Sarah Shahi. That's it. Yeah, that was a great show, but then he got either a bunch of DUIs or alcohol-related incidents. Yeah, he, he loves his, he, he, he gets on the piss, yeah. The show got cancelled for that, didn't and it? the show got cancelled yeah. And then he left Homeland for, I don't know what reason. No, no, like, he was supposed to be written out at the end of the first season. Like, it was just oh. how it was going to go down. But the show was so popular that oh, they dragged out his character until, I think, not the end of season three, but midway-ish through season three. Mm. And then, yeah, the show doesn't even have the same identity anymore. It's just like a cool, like, spy, espionage-ish mm. show where it was used to be incredibly controversial just for the sheer fact that it was uh, an American soldier who was essentially shell-shocked Stockholm Syndrome and working for the enemy. 
Right. Yeah, so that show in itself was very controversial. And it was really funny because uh, Barack Obama came out saying that it was his favourite show. <laughs> I don't remember him saying this. He liked that and he also liked Scandal. Scandal. Yeah, because old mate's in that and she's beautiful. Kerry Washington, Kerry, right? Kerry Washington, yeah. yeah. Um, I forget the guy's name that plays the president. He's the baddie in Gro- Ghost. Oh, that guy. Uh, yeah, I know who yeah, you're talking about. He's friend. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, he was in a very controversial remake, The Last House on the Left. Right. That did come up on a list I saw. Do you and know why it's controversial? Because yeah. Dream? Well, or... just very graphic rape scene. Oh, okay. That's a, a yeah. lot of movies. It's a dangerous. Yeah, get taken out of cinemas uh, yeah. as well as just get really harsh. Well, I guess it's deserved, like R yeah. ratings or whatever. Yes. For very graphic rape scenes because mm. movies that you know can even have like an m rating for us here in australia if if it's like an implied like sexual assault kind of thing yes. but when you just go full when you're actually seeing yeah it, and I, it's, I remember that scene in monster with charlie's theron charlie's charlie's theron um the character that she's playing is um arlene assaulted like and it mm, no not even gonna talk about it, but it's yeah. really bad yeah and there's the girl the dragon tattoo. Still haven't seen that. Yeah, Pe- and I mentioned it last week or the week before when I was talking about David Fincher. So last week. The Fincher. Oh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, because he did the American version of Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, and the Swedish films do have that very graphic um, rape scene. And there's that point where you're like, okay, having seen the Swedish film, I know what's about to happen. And the camera started pulling away. I'm like, oh my God, they're not going to show it, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I thought, okay, it might be the Hollywood yep. thing to do. And then, no, it comes back around another angle into the room and you're like, okay, we're seeing it. But part of seeing it is for what she does to retaliate and you supporting her wholeheartedly in everything she does, no matter how hard right. it is. Right. To go, I support that. Yeah. <laughs> so for the quote unquote the sake of art, you kind of need to see. Yeah, it. in a yeah. sense. Same with the monster scene as well. Also, yeah. Yeah, but she was a fucking serial killer. Oh yeah, but she didn't deserve that. She didn't deserve no. it, but neither did the she... the the poor guy that just wanted a hand job. <laughs> he gets messed up. He gets fucked up. She oh she's so good in that role. Um, another one that came up a lot, and I haven't seen it, so I can't talk about it, Like, but I'll mention was a, by a director you mentioned last week for our director's episode, was um, Mel Gibson's The Passion of Christ. Passion of the Christ. Passion, the Passion passion of the Christ. Sorry, not the, at the start. Because obviously it's portraying Jesus himself. And his least favorite people, the Jews, doing what they did to him. Yes. I can say that. He, yeah. he is publicly hates Jews. So. Yeah. This is oh, why I, Gibson, yeah. I haven't seen that film is for two reasons. Uh, I am, I'm a, a leisurely atheist. Mm-hmm. I don't get caught up in too no. heavily on either side. And uh, also, uh, I just, I saw it and I was like, people are just going to watch this for the, the shock factor and people are going to come away and be like, oh, it was too gory. And then it was like, oh, but he really went through that. And it's just like... Mm. I, I still prefer Apocalypto just because I'm like, this is more likely to have really happened. I guess we know, everyone sort of knows the story of Jesus, I guess, so it was a matter of whether we wanted to actually see it. Did we actually need to see it? I have a quick question. We kind of learnt about religion in primary school, right? I Around Christmas remember. and shit? I'd, I'd say it's and Easter. the backstory yeah. of Christmas and Easter. Man. Yeah, because I was thinking about this. I was like, why do I know this? Because... This stuff that, you know, like he rose on the third day and all that kind of shit. And I definitely didn't learn at home. I'm like, why no. do I know this? <laughs> so no, I was trying to think that's about right, it. That's right. I just remember like Mrs. Pipe and <gasps> she was always, yeah, she was great. Um, around Christmas time and stuff. I just always remember her like she had like a little, the manger scene or something like, yes. you know, because we did the decorations. We did, we did do big productions and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was always and that's, getting into a show. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Smooth segue from smooth controversial pipe. to our favourite teacher. Beautiful <laughs> Mrs. Pipe from year one and two. The loveliest lady. I remember going back and seeing her one time when I was in high school. Like, this is what I'm doing now. Look at me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope she's still kicking around, doing well. She might, I doubt she's still teaching. Yeah, because she was kind of old when we were I'd say kids. she was 50s. Yeah. She was she definitely old. Hair. Beautiful old lady. Yeah. <laughs> she was great. 
Um, okay, back to... <laughs> Sorry. Um, have you seen I Spit on Your Grave? No. Okay. I kind of... That comes up every time. I didn't realise it's actually a film from like 1978. Wait, is... That's... They've remade it though, haven't they? Yeah, so it was like in the 2000s, the, the new... The latest one. The Orts. Jade, the Orts. The Orts, okay. The original one's, yeah, 1978, I Spit on Your Grave, but I think that has to do with rape as well. The girl is going on a rampage to take down... Right. A lot of movies that from that era you don't hear because they had these graphic rape scenes. There was one... I'm going to... Yeah, I haven't seen that either, or the, the remake, but that's all Hollywood no, is now, that, isn't that, it? It's just remakes. The remake one in particular comes up on all the lists because I, I don't know why, whether it was glorifying any elements of it, because there's... Um, IMDb put out a list of controversial films... A lot of them are actually quite dated. It's almost like, yep. oh, we're learning from yep. these things, what not to do and what to do. Um, because, you know, we need to learn from history, otherwise we're doomed to repeat it. But another one that comes up is one you've seen and I haven't. We've met, talked about before, The Human Centipede. Oh, yeah, Jesus. Again because of the graphics and imagery of it. <laughs> oh, just the trailer alone disturbed me. I knew I was never going to see it. I love that... No, Human Centipede 2, full sequence, is rated 3.8. I mean, why does it even get that on IMDb? Because it's like a cultish film. Yeah. I, we don't need to go through it again. Like, the first yeah. one was, you looked at it and you're like, oh, okay. It was well done. It was a well done movie. Yeah. Stupid. But um, second one's just really shit ass. They made a third one, which I've never seen. And the director now, he's got a new movie coming out, which is... Uh, would, I'm, would you like to hear what it's about? I'm sure this will be incredibly controversial. Yeah. Um, so I think in the... Tr- the no, the dude who made Human Centipede, oh, he's got a new movie yeah. coming out. I can't, oh, remember, okay. I can't remember what it's called, and also I'm not going to plug it. Yeah, <laughs> so don't good. don't watch this movie. This, uh, so basically it's it's rich people, high, rich women, celebrity, rich women who have a club where they get together and... Uh, they get sexual gratification from really horrible things. So in the trailer, they're masturbating to the 9-11. Oh, my God. So if you already don't want to see that movie, there's more reason to not oh see it. Oh, my God. This guy just sounds like a dick. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. One movie that I actually really like, it's called Class of 1984. Mm-hmm. It's got Michael J. Fox in it before he was big time. It's just a really good movie teacher comes into a school there's literally a gang of kids who outside of school they sell drugs they sell ass you know they human trafficking and oh, shit okay. um he tries to clean them up in 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 the school but they're all like nah fuck you teacher and they terrorize this poor guy and again rape scene they rape his wife mm. yeah that movie was i think banned for years like mm. you could this was made in the 80s it was only released on dvd I think when I was in my twenties, okay, and a buddy of mine was like, "Yeah," and <laughs> retrospectively, it's it's. I mean, yeah, rapes fucked up and gross and all that kind of shit. But the scene that it they presented in, it's not anywhere near as controversial as. Mm. They're making it out to be. Yeah, yeah. Receiving yeah. it. Um, another one that came up on a lot of lists was a Clockwork Orange. Still haven't seen Stanley it. Stanley Kubrick. I haven't seen it as well. It's quite an older film so that's part of if it's in the 70s jay yeah. probably hasn't seen it unless it's alien um it's still a great fucking movie it's another shout out I, to sigourney, oh, <laughs> sigourney. um yeah because it, it was just very graphically violent another one mm-hmm. for glorifying serial killers natural born killers with woody harrelson oh yeah and that julia lewis yes i actually watched that back in the day i went through I go through actress phases where I'm like, must watch everything they've been in. Yep. Juliette Lewis was that time. <laughs> She's good though. I'm, I'm, yeah, I miss her in cinema. Watch. She was great in Cape Fear. Yes, that was one I watched. And what's the David Duchovny one? Brad Pitt and her. California? California. 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 Mm. Uh, that's where Brad and Juliana met and they dated first. Yeah. Juliet. Juliet, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Natural Born Killers. Natural Born uh, Killers. Tarantino wrote that. Yeah, right. He hates it. Oh. He hates it. Why? Because they, it's it's more of, it's kind of like a propaganda film, not propaganda film, but it's very political. Like, it's a shot at the Ameri- the state of America 
that it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the main reason that film was controversial is because they they had copycat killers from that movie. So people watched yes. the film yeah, and then what? went out and killed, which is fucked up. It was the exact opposite the director was trying to do. Right. And then there's American History X's on the list as well. I um, get yeah. why that's controversial. Controversial, sorry. Violent, upfronting, disturbing content. The ending is said to be one of the saddest and most upsetting film endings of all time. Not, I'm not actually sure. I can't remember how it ends. So, I've seen it. Uh, Eddie Furlong's character, I think Edward is... Edward Norton? Yeah, Edward yeah. Norton and Eddie Furlong. Um, I think his name's Danny. He goes to hand in his paper to school, goes and takes a piss, um, gets shot. Uh, okay. And then Edward Norton's character comes back and he's like holding his blood-soaked body and shit. Oh, God. And he's all crying. Right. The director of that film hates that movie. Oh, God. Because of Edward Norton. He, he, oh, difficult to work with. Yeah, he's got, this, he's got yeah. a very bad rep. Bad rep. Because he always tries to, he wants to do it in his image and shit. Here's one for you. Fifty Shades of Grey. Controversial because it's shit house, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Full stop. Move on. Don't need to discuss that any further. Um, full Metal Jacket. Still never seen that. That is a brilliant right. fucking movie. Again, it's the violent content. Um, most graphic and honest depiction of the Vietnam War. <laughs> My favourite scene in that movie, it's the drill sergeant at the start. Oh. Uh, one of the characters says something and I think he giggles. And the drill sergeant gets up in his face and says says something about him like, I like you. You should come to my house. Fuck my sister. And then he oh. punches him in the gut. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the heck? It's the drill, the drill sergeant in that movie is just incredibly fucked. Uh, taxi Driver comes up on the list, actually, too, for its um, violent content. They, there's word there that Scorsese had to edit a scene out so that it looked less violent after feedback from people. Um, but then... As it says here, this was 76, so a lot of people watching now find it quite tame. Yeah. In comparison to what's actually readily available to us in this day and age. Have you got any more horrors on there? Because um, Last House on the left is the only one I can think of. But some, again, because of rape. Up, that came up. Not so much for uh, violence or gore or anything, but yeah. There were a couple of horrors on there, and I just never had heard of them before um yeah, there's no point in talking about them exactly there. so i was like okay i can see it's a horror so it was just horribly graphic and there's a trailer up on uh, what's a movie that's up on netflix just recently called perfection mm-hmm. and apparently that's sparking people of vomiting throughout the screening of it really movie. apparently very disturbing and it just came up on netflix as I was scrolling the, on Friday night, so I saw the first half of the trailer, and it just seems quite normal. It's got one of the actresses from Girls in it. She was in Get Out as well. She's the love interest in Get Out. Oh, the very... I don't like her. Real skinny. Yeah, she's very skinny. Real skinny. She's the main one, then a best friend, and just all this other stuff happens to her. She, like, vomits out maggots and, like, real disgusting stuff that's making people nauseous as opposed to... Jay, I'm trying to drink coffee here, man. It's uncomfortable for people, but yeah, so they were just sort of horror. There were other horror films there that I had not heard of. So I was like, eh, I don't want to mention them. I got nothing to say about them. Right. But um, I was trying to think of other TV shows as well. But I think yeah, they were I mostly can... around um, c- celebrities who had done wrong during f- production or afterwards, which affects reruns. But yeah, I was, sure. I was again just the very minimal research I did for this. Uh, an episode of. Married with Children. Oh yes. Got pulled before it even made it oh, um, to so air. Eventually got showed two years later. Oh. What do you think was the theme of the episode? Did it think early nineties, late eighties? What what could they possibly do in a primetime oh. show? Does mom get pregnant? Nope. But it, it does have to do with sex. Peg and Al accidentally make a sex tape. Oh, wow, that's it. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. And, yeah, it got pulled for and didn't air for over two years. So it eventually aired because they just settled down. But this is how crazy America is with yeah. content that they can have in certain time frames on certain networks. This is why HBO is just like, well, if you don't 
want to watch it, you don't have to because yeah. you have to pay for it. Exactly. So it's your choice to do Correct. That in the first place. So. And they, they were groundbreaking with that because they were like, well, we're going to make our own rules and you don't have to watch it because you, you, if you pay for it, you know where you're in. Fuck you. <laughs> That's a good note to end on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to sign up for any of these films. We're letting you know that they exist. But that's, but that's about it. You don't have to actually go watch them. One quick thing as well. Controversial. Mm-hmm. Did you come up with any that, you know, movies were presented in a certain way in the trailer but were completely misleading and you go end up seeing a completely different movie? Well, we've discussed this before. Yeah. Trailers. Yeah. Um, not that I can recall. Not off the top of my head. Because the only one I can think of mm-hmm. is from dusk till dawn. Oh yes, yeah. You know how that has a complete genre change through it, right? Yes. So it's. I've seen that a long time ago. You would have, because Juliet Lewis is in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, two brothers uh, who are on the run for like bank robbery and murder and all that kind of stuff, and they hitch a ride with Harvey Keitel and his kids on yeah. their like Winnebago RV, whatever. Um, to get across the border in Mexico. So you think that's the movie. And then it turns into a vampire movie. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, Sam Hyatt comes in at that point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I just remember another film, like the interview with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Oh, right. Yeah. My man, Randall Park. Yeah, so this was a huge issue. It had a lot to do with the Sony hack. There was something to do with the Sony hack as well. Yeah. I can't remember what that part was, but I mostly they, know it for the... The other country threatened that they would release information that was right. available from the Sony hack to Hollywood if they released the interview. And they just did it without and even hesitating. Anyway. So I think it's to, all to do with politics and the betrayal of people like Kim Jong-un, how do you say the Korean Yep. Leader. Yeah. Kim yep. Jong-un, however you say it. Um, he's North Korean leader portrayed within it, so it's a politically controversial film. Yeah. Um, well, because they openly talk about the the propaganda yeah. thing and how they're not allowed to have internet and how half the country's starving, yada yada yada. Yeah. But they also do it in like one hundred percent satire, so it's right. Yeah. But yeah, it just you, got a lot of content. You can't, really bad you can't attack a world leader who's like you know had his brothers executed, and not expect him yeah, to like yeah. threaten to bomb your country. Yes, yeah, <laughs> this is like it went on a whole other level there, so it's probably a good one to finish with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, be used as. A could start a world war, man. Yeah, fuck. All right, cool. Insane to even think that could happen. Um, let's just go into talking about maybe any trailers. We have watched. I'll let you go first because yeah, uh, cool. you know what's coming, man. Yeah. Um, I finally watched the trailer for Westworld Season 3, which is not even out till 2020. It's a long way away. They're huge productions. I mean... We're not even halfway through the year and they're chucking up trailers for that. Yeah, it's insane. Are we talking full-blown trailer or just teaser? Full-blown bo- full trailer. Um, so I watched that the other day. So... Um, because I knew it was coming out sooner rather than later, but not that soon. It just looks interesting because they're moving out of that Westworld amusement park, so into sort of real world. Um, I'm doing a lot of rabbit ears here that you can't see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was seeing yeah. that and I was like, oh. Yeah. It didn't really Isn't occur that you can't Breaking see that. Bad is like the new main lead within it, and then all the other androids come into it some other way. So it looks kind of different. It looks like it might be a bit more fast paced. I've never seen it. I, I would say easier to follow, but that show is not the sh- most straightforward to follow, so I won't even go there with that. But I watched that. Now, I needed to look that up, but I saw a trailer come up on YouTube, and it had Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and Elizabeth Moss. Who's the Haddish person? What? I, don't, I can't even remember the Tiffany first. Tiffany Haddish is from Night School and Girls' Night Out. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm like, oh, a comedy, like Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish. But I'm like, no, not a comedy. Like, I think that was like one joke in the whole trailer. It's set in 1978, the wi- and they're the wives of New York gangsters living in Hell's Kitchen, hence it's called The Kitchen, and it's basically them operating under 
their husband's antics um, after they've been after the husbands have been locked up in prison. So it's the women sort of trying to take control of what the husbands are doing and what's happening in their neighbourhood well, in the seventies. This sounds like a movie that Elizabeth Moss would be in. Yeah, the other right. two yeah. not so That's much. That's what surprised me and I liked it. It was a good surprise to go, oh, it's a bit more serious. There's gonna be a couple of one liners there. Especially with McCartney and Haddish. You're like, oh Haddish. It's going to be quite funny, but I wasn't expecting that. So um, that looks kind of interesting for that. And then I watched um, I watched the new trailer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which is coming out later this year, and it's got some returning Aren't characters. Aren't they all... Weren't they all called Modern Warfare? Yeah, this is Modern Warfare 2019, and it's a whole new storyline. It's not a remastered old version or anything like that. It's a new game entirely. It's going to be... Shit out cross-platform so you're going to be able to do i could play with luke on his xbox excuse on his pc phoebe on her ps4 and we can all be playing the same game which is um unheard of at this point that revolutionary <laughs> that's it where was that in our gaming episode damn um and it looks really really good so it's got some retaining characters which is exciting for that part and the graphics look awesome i think i don't know if all of it's gameplay footage so it'll be interesting to see how the graphics hold up oh yeah yep yep, yep. um but yeah it looks very cool so i'm definitely going to be getting a copy of that game but they are the trailers i watched most recently well what about you i've only watched one and it's just started playing last night when I went to watch that horrible Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> so I turned on my Netflix on my computer and a trailer for a movie called Always Be My Maybe started playing. Yes, with Ali Wong, who I love. And my man Randall Park. Yes. So uh, without any further ado, it's time for MJK Snapshot Movie Reviews. So, MJK Snapshot Movie Review, here we go. Ali Wong, Randall Park, lifelong friends, neighbours. Ali Wong's character, as a little girl, her parents weren't around much because Asian, they work a lot. So, Randall Park's character, his family kind of became her surrogate family. His mum passes away. After that, they lose touch. She becomes a famous chef. And this is a... Asian Oprah, yes. This is a rom-com, ladies and gentlemen. They come back together. They, th- He thinks they're going to date. She starts dating none other than Keanu Reeves. And it's actually he plays an, an amazing, douchey version of himself, which I kind of got lost in because everyone says he's the most beautiful human ever. And he, I'm believing that he's a douche, so kudos to Keanu. Anyway, they end up getting together and... As a final hurrah with them getting together, he does the classical speech professing his love for her. Mm-hmm. And her final gift to him is because uh, his mum was a huge part in her become like getting into food and stuff. Mm-hmm. She opens a restaurant called Judy's Place. His mum's name was Judy. And it was all the authentic Asian food, Korean food mm-hmm. that she grew up with. And um, I was going to rate it four out of seven on the classic MJK scale. But with that beautiful ending, it gets a 4.5. Oh, nice. I have uh, seen the trailer for that, yeah. Jade, I never in my life have seen a trailer and instantly gone, nah, I need to watch it. Oh, wow. And especially in that genre. Because like I said, they're just yeah. so fucking good. I love them. And then with the Keanu thing, I was like, oh, this is going to be lame. But I still watched it. It was great. This genre is nothing I no, ever. You don't they had it. they had all the cliches too. Like he's all the tropes. yeah, because like you know every rom com the chick's got like the most amazing job, but she just can't figure out love. <laughs> There's the guy who's either a slacker or an underachiever. Yeah. Um, who's like she's married to a job, he's like married to his lifestyle kind of yeah. thing. They, they both learn things about each other, even though they've known each other forever. It's it's just a really sweet it movie. It does sweet. It'll have its moments of, like, of hilarity. It's um, really good. Like, I laughed out loud Did quite a few times. Ali, uh, Ali and Randall and nice. another person. That's so cool. She was on Ellen the other day promoting it and talking about how she got to make out with all these dudes. She's like, I've been married for 10 years. Like, can't remember what she compared it to. She's like, I would be, have chemistry with anything. <laughs> it was really funny whatever she compared it to and it's on my radar I like both of those actors as well and Keanu so. yeah yeah 
Um, hopefully you can watch that maybe next weekend. I just, I think the reason this movie worked so much for me is A, I do love both of them, but in rom-coms, you need funny people. They're both really yeah. funny, great comical timing. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, the, the, the quirky best friend, mm. the, her quirky best friend was a pregnant person and she was really funny as well. Oh, good. So, and his was the guy from uh, Deadpool who drives the, the cab. Oh, yes. yes I think his name's Dopinda. Oh, so yeah. he's his, his best friend. <laughs> That's cool. My favorite, just quickly, I know this is a snapshot supposedly, but I've talked about this way too We're long. discussing the snapshot. My, um, <laughs> my favorite line in the whole movie is uh, Randall Park's character Marcus is uh, smoking weed and dancing in the mirror. And his dad walks into the room and he goes, Marcus, what are you doing? And he goes, smoking weed and dancing in the mirror. And he's just like, we got to go. And he's like, I challenge you. And they have a dance battle. It's really adorable. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's all right. I was not expecting that from your review. Right yeah, well, uh, like I said, I kind of want to go out of my comfort zone with these things. So a rom-com. That's uh, right. You did mention that. Yeah. So it's a snapshot movie review from a guy who probably shouldn't be reviewing these movies. But 4.5 out of 7 on the MJK scale, which is... Not very generous, high. very well deserved. Nice. I like it. We are going to a question from a listener. Um, it got scrapped in our episode nine that, ne- that Nevermouth found its way to, to air because the audio didn't work. And it was from yeah, Beck who, Mitchell. Whose fault was that audio? Oh, it was from Beck Mitchell and I asked what our favourite foreign films were. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'll start. Mine's actually a French film. In English translation, it means a very long engagement, and it's set during World War One in France. Obviously, it starts. What do you mean in France? Obviously, France. just because Dunkirk's in France doesn't mean everyone knows that. Good film, good film. Um, it's got it stars Audrey Tatum, which we know she's transitioned into Hollywood in Da Vinci Code. Um, she was also in a French film called Amelie. But yeah, I actually was. Not forced, but we had to watch it in uni when we were studying film that year. And we were looking at foreign films. I'm having like, mad uh, deja vu. I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, we got forced to watch it, and I absolutely loved it from start to finish. It's very, very engaging. Obviously, got the subtitles, but you could follow pretty easily. Although it does get a little bit tricky because it's a bit of a mystery, and she's trying to solve the disappearance of her partner but she gets caught up in a whole lot of other things didn't you say when we spoke about this before that you recommend it to your grandparents oh yeah and they had a had a copy without the subtitles my blu-ray copy of it and they didn't have the subtitles working for whatever reason continued to watch the two and a half hour film without subtitles oh we could basically follow along what was happening that's such an old people thing to do he's great narrations about what she's thinking at the moment and making bets with herself like if I don't make it to the corner before the red car passes me again he's not alive like all of these um, ultimatums basically she's making herself to try and help her understand what's happening so she's a schizo <laughs> no <laughs> no um, so yeah that's my favourite film and Amelie is also very um, high on the list I need to re-watch that it's been a long time and I watched it because of Audrey Tattoo and because of um a very long engagement, but yeah, they're my two. What about you? Uh, Kung Fu movies. Yeah, nice. Uh, they're they just they do good. It's their it's their discipline. They make good movies, so right. So Ong oh. Bak, The Protector, they're Tony Jaa movies. So they're Tony Jaa is amazing. He is very good. And uh, recently, well, more recently, the Raid movies. Yes. Uh, recently, what Raid two? Raid 2 is so good. Yeah. So that good. I, I mean, they're both really good, but they... Who's the other actor that's alongside Tony Jaa in, in The Raid? Oh, Tony Jaa's not in The Raid. No, um, who is the lead guy? Careful of your microphone there. It's to the right. Oh, He's just scouting his Blu-ray collection here. Because oh, I've recognised both of them, and they're both awesome. Yeah, well, Tony Jaa's not in this, you dingleberry. No, okay, then what's this guy's name? Uh, he is Eko Uwas. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name, That's but, an exact but the, by the, way. the two, the two dudes, the main dudes in. No, 
Raid 2 is the one I'm asking about. Oh, that's... Uh, it's that guy again, but it's someone else that I've seen before also. He's a very handsome guy, the other yeah. guy. Um, I think he speaks really good English, so he's probably been in some kind of Hollywood. Um, not important, though. But yeah, I like I like my authentic Kung fu nice. movies. And I need to find a copy of Ong Bak on Blu-ray. And The Protector, yeah. actually, because they're so good. And there's on Netflix, there's a, a zombie Korean film? Um, called Train to Busan, which comes highly recommended. So I need to watch that soon. Okay, they these guys the 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 raid people they've mm-hmm. got a movie on Netflix which I oh. watched recently, which was good. Oh. But um, Wait, yes, I think I know it. I think I watched it as well. It was awesome fight scenes. Is there like a girl that has like scissors or something with oh, like um huge weapons in each of her hands when she goes into every fight? You know what? I can't remember. I think I was a little bit, a uh, little, little cooked when I was watching it, to be honest. <laughs> he means tired, friends. Yeah. What? Well, yeah, so there you go. If you have any other favourite foreign films that you recommend we should watch, then hit us up on iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, um, you know, Instagram. Wait, quick question. You've you've watched The Raid 2. Yes, yep. Did you love Hammer Girl? Oh, that's the raid too. Wait, the raid too is. She just has girl. hammers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's who I was thinking. I've got yeah. the movies confused. There's the baseball guy, but he's actually got the a name. Baseball bat guy, yeah, brutal. Yeah, and then Hammer Girl's Hammer girl fucking is wicked. Yeah, well. oh, they're insanely good. Yeah, I tried to, f- I tried to find a picture just to put on Instagram of her yeah. recently. There's no good oh. ones. <laughs> oh wow. Oh well, yeah, but initially, interestingly, Lily, um, the raid is. Rated MA and then Raid 2 is R18 plus, so I would have thought they were equally as violent, but the Raid 2 probably. Do you want to know why? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, why? Just the slightest bit of drug use. Ah, in Raid 2. Puts it up a bit. That's why Red Dead Redemption is way more brutal and violent than Grand Theft Auto 5. Yes. But Grand Theft Auto's R rated because of drugs. Uh Interesting. Again. How stupid is that yeah, shit? Yeah, wow. You can literally blow someone's head off, but someone Can't smokes a little weed. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Yep. MA is mature audiences. We should be able to recognize that if mature people are watching it. That's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but there's that f- between 15 and 18, you can't be impressionable on smoking a little weed, man. Right. Well, before we go to some news and gossip, we're going to do our segment. I Surprise snacks! <laughs> Jade Winfrey in the house. Fresh from Harpo Studios in Chicago. Harpo. Well, and even Stedman, that's her husband. Are they actually married? Actually, no, they're not married. I yeah. take that back. But they've been together forever. What's her best friend's name? Grace or something? Gail. Gail. Knew it started with a G. Alright. Alright, eyes are closed. Close your eyes. This first part might give away a bit of it. Here we go. Or, whoa. Pringles. Okay, he's already guessed that it's Pringles. <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> I was going to get him to feel the biscuits and think about their distinct shape. Biscuits? You mean... Well, chips. Yeah, this, yeah I would have guessed Crisps. that these are these are Prangles, even without the once you pop, you can't stop. Here we go. Beautiful curvature. <laughs> hmm. But I guess it's a new flavour I haven't seen before, so I'm going to see if you can guess the flavour. You can open your eyes because you can't read this. Oh, right. covered. Smells good. I haven't had lunch. I'm probably going to eat the rest of these straight after this. Can I get a, a whiff? Oh, yeah. Take a whiff. I have no idea. Chicken kebab. Fuck off. Really? Now, interestingly, if you go interstate to Sydney or Melbourne, they're called kebabs. Here, we refer to them as euros. So, for all our South Australian listeners, chicken euros. And they're referred to somewhere else in the world as jarros. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, interesting. So, yeah, that's the latest and greatest Pringles flavour. Chicken kebab, get fucked. Interesting ones this year, like the spaghetti bolognese one. No one in my office was a fan of that one. Very bizarre. Oh, wait, Shapes did Vegemite. Have they done done anything bizarre like that? Mm, They're not Australian, are they? Ouch. No, exactly. Not that outrageous. Um, we oh, I like the Vegemite shapes. They're good. Mm. I brought some around for you last time. Um, so yeah, uh, Pringles. This is the second time we've now had you feature <laughs> one of our episodes. Sponsor us, Pringles. <laughs> They're actually not too bad. You know we appreciate you when I hear the lid pop and I know exactly what you are. <laughs> because once you pop... You can't stop, love. See how we finish each other's sentences? 
Sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Sentences. <laughs> All right. We're going to finish with some news and gossip. And I'm going to start with the information about um, Apple and iTunes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we got um, accepted onto iTunes as a podcast, having now 18 episodes. This is how good we are in season three. We actually follow through with the stuff we say we're going to talk about later. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And the, the title that I got tagged in by my friend Vivian was Prepare to Cry Because Apple is Shutting Down iTunes. The iconic music and media application is shutting down after almost 20 years of operation. The creators behind it, Apple, are expected to shut down the platform when they'll unveil a line of replacement apps. According to Bloomberg, Apple's choice to shut down iTunes is part of a broader strategy around rejuvenating its various media forms. Apps for music, TV and podcasts are already on iPhones and iPads with Mac and MacBook users now getting access to them. So Apple's set to reveal the new placement app on Monday. It's a couple of, a couple of days' time for y'all. Um, a couple of days after they announced their Wait, latest is this... edition, the iPod family, whatever that is. Is this real time? Like it's in a couple of Mondays? No, I think this is this Monday. Oh, well, this is going to be in, in the past this, this for our listeners. An article for First of June. So we'll keep you out in the loop of what that is, but... So I'm hoping with whatever we're accessing iTunes for now, which might be this podcast, wink, wink, music like I do, um, yeah, we're going to have to find... I thought you used Spotify. No, I don't. I have Apple. Oh, you do? Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I found that quite funny just because I was tagged in it. I the guess... day we announced... We yeah, that... This is so poorly timed. So badly timed. <laughs> so if anyone else can help us out in any other way... Shit. Uh, let us know. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to buy some chicken like kebab Pringles or... <laughs> yeah, we might need some Yeah, now. we definitely need some sponsorship. Um, some other news they're, going, they're seriously looking into and starting to um, employ directors and producers, etc. for a live-action Snow White... So basically, it looks like we're going to get all of these Disney films remade. Haven't they already done Aladdin. a live action Snow White? Not that I'm aware of. Wasn't Snow White and the Huntsman or some shit? Oh, well, there's that. Live action will be. Oh. Because I'm like, does that mean it's like what Lion King's going to be when that comes out? Full new animation? Or is it going to be like Aladdin where it's people, actors actually playing these famous cartoon characters? Mm hmm. So I don't know what that means. My mum saw that recently. She was fond of it, the new Aladdin. Here's one for you. Kindergarten cop. <gasps> oh, my God. It's 30 years old this year. Oh, no. No. Uh, Arnold has signed on to voice the animated series. There's um, a kindergarten cop animated series coming. Superhero kindergarten. Nice. For a younger audience. But he actually initially hatched the idea with Stan Lee. They'd met up a number of times and talked about it, and it's actually going uh, into production. And it's one of its co-creators is co-creator of Deadpool, or someone that's working behind the scenes is co-creator of right. Deadpool. Is um, it Ryan Reynolds? Yep, it is. It's Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I actually really want to see that fucking movie. The Psyduck in that movie looks terrifying. Oh god, yeah. Oh, maybe I'll wait for it to go on Netflix. Um, Not yeah. going to happen. Supergarden Kindergarten is going to be an animated... Did you just say Supergarden Kindergarten? Supergarden. <laughs> Soundgarden. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically it for me. Live action Snow White, iTunes being replaced by Apple, and superhero Kindergarten animated series voiced with Arnold Schwarzenegger 30 years later. Some pictures came out this week of ScarJo on set for Black Widow. So that's... That's oh begun. God, does she have red hair? Yes. Because between Civil War and Infinity War, it was Infinity War Actually, she had blonde hair. Right? She might have had blonde hair. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Damn. She just looks so out. good as a redhead, so I hope she's, 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 she's yeah, a redhead. Exactly. Um, and I think we covered this already, but I did see this week it came up that Robert Pattinson yeah. is 100% definitely yeah. going to be the bat. I brought that up before they even put it on their Facebook um, pages. I've seen it's like every second article now on Facebook is about that. Um, I'm like, dude, I announced that a week ago. Oh, the petition thing that was. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to say there's a living petition going around at the moment to get Danny DeVito cast as the Wolverine. <laughs> 
What? Yeah. I don't know who or why, but what? there's really poorly done. I thought you were like, getting back as the penguin. <laughs> that's what you were that was say. that's what I was thinking. I was like, he, he did play a good now penguin. But uh, yeah, there, there's an actual petition out there with really poorly done, so poorly that they actually look brilliant. You know, like um, Photoshop of him with the claws and the hair and stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that would be something to see. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it, I, I don't think it's got that many signatures, but I uh, I keep seeing like it, the tallies going up, and there's there's always this, yeah. It's not going to happen, but I just no, think it's funny it's that funny. people want to see that. But you just mentioned Robert Pattinson well, as the I'm bat. Throw you a, a question then to finish. Right on. If you could start a petition, what would it be petitioning? To get me funding to make my movie. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So, but you heard it here first. We're going to start a GoFundMe <laughs> for MJK to make not another podcast. Or well, no, no. I'll <laughs> s- start off with Boris. That's my movie. Nice. Yeah. Well, um, I'll support you in your endeavor, and if I can get a an acting uh, credit in there. She was waving, by the way, so she was kind of asking for a cheerio, I guess. Cheerio. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah. Just let us know. Yeah. I'm available. Word. Particularly in the school holidays. Yeah, that's well, okay. I got nothing. And uh, we're gonna sign off now. And you're waving a cheerio. We enjoy our new season and our new intros and outros because we are loving them thank you for listening to not another podcast you can subscribe to us on itunes give us a five-star rating or find us on not another podcast twots.podbean.com and feel free to follow us on facebook and on instagram also we appreciate it we'll see you next time